First news with Keeler in the morning on WIBX and WIBX950.com. Let me ask Dr. Hall, what do you think we should do here, Dr. Hall? Would it be proper to say you must be vaccinated to win the tickets? Or is this discrimination? I, I, I don't know how it could be. I bought the tickets. These are, these are my tickets that I'm giving away. So I would say, what's your goal? If your goal is to... Anger people. Um. <laughs> well, then you can pretty much do whatever you want to. Um, if, if your goal is to make sure that the community is safe, then certainly uh, you can say that you either have to be vaccinated, you have to have been ill with COVID, uh, or you have to make sure that you're following all precautions and that you will be monitored. That's a pretty tough thing to do. And, and um, I got to I got to say, part of the problem is if we give these tickets away to somebody who is not vaccinated, that means they have to get a test today. Mm-hmm. So you could have gotten the uh, the the the, the long term test, whatever that. That takes two or three days, the mm-hmm. PCR? Uh, sure, yes. Okay. Uh, you could have gotten that one, but you would have had to have done that a couple of days ago. Out at Griffiths, you could do it for free. Um, and I maybe even at MVHS, you could do it for free. I don't know. But if, but if you need to get the rapid test, I think it's, gonna, it's either going to cost your insurance or it's going to cost you. Do you agree with that, Doc? Yeah, I believe that that's true. In fact, if you're, if you're not having symptoms, most insurance will not, will not cover the test, so that would be an out-of-pocket expense. That would be. And uh, and believe me, go, I have to go to tonight's game is not an excuse that your insurance company is going to this allow. This is the second benefit that I'm aware of. There you go. You have a chance to win tickets on the Keeler Show right Bingo. now if you're vaccinated. So I, unless you're willing to jump through hoops and pay extra money um, to go to this game, um, which you could do, by the way, by going and getting the rapid test, um, I would rather make sure the tickets go to someone who is vaccinated. Fair enough, Doc. I think that's fair, and I would, and I think, you know, so now this is me talking as an individual. I think incentivizing people to get vaccinated is good, and so I would say yeah. that they should go to people who are vaccinated. But they're your tickets, so you should All do right. whatever you think is right. All right, Andrew, I have four tickets to give away. Let's give away a pair, just a pair, and I'll do another pair next hour. Uh, what caller number do you want to do here, Andrew? Uh, let's do caller number seven. Caller seven, if you want to go to tonight's game, remember this is history here today. Tonight, it's the last uh, the last franchise, Vancouver franchise game for the Utica Comets. And it'll be a great night tonight. Come on out. We we have a pair of tickets for you for tonight's game. But I ask that you're vaccinated. Caller number 7. Give Andrew a call. 315-736-0186. All right, Doc. I, we got through that. I'm, I'm pleased with it. Well, good. I'm glad. Yeah. Again, they are your tickets, and you can do whatever you want to with them. But... I appreciate the fact that you're that you're thinking about this from a community standpoint as well. So that's really great. And I and I and I do. And we had a guy last hour, Harry, uh, who who said because uh, we were talking about the benefits, and Jeff was talking about the there haven't been enough benefits of getting vaccinated beyond your own safety, et cetera, and all of that. Uh, and yeah, protecting the the community. But the reality is, it is it it, it is something that doing together, everybody doing together as a community is what is protecting the community and the country. That's right. There, there is the benefit of protecting yourself and, and protecting your family, certainly, but there's the added benefit of protecting the community writ large, and that's very important. Now, I understand that, you know, that personal incentives uh, are also very important and work very well for, for people, which is why, 
you know, whether it's tickets to a baseball game or a hockey game or whether it's, you know, money or some other commodity, um, you know, that, that is also going to be and, and will need to be part of the calculus in terms of how do we get as many people vaccinated as possible. Yeah. Yeah, and my thing isn't even a commodity necessarily. I just want to go back to normal. Well, let's talk about that. Um, is there a bit of uh, maybe wishful thinking? Is he a bit naive in thinking that the vaccine means absolute normalcy pre-COVID? So, yes, I believe that that is naive, and that's naive for a few reasons. Number one, remember the vaccine is not 100% effective. 95% is really, really, really good, but it's not 100%. Number two is we're talking about the United States. This is a worldwide pandemic. Um, look at what's happening in India. Look at what's happening in Brazil. You know, and, and travel in 2021 is fairly easy. Um, so, you know, getting people who have not been vaccinated in other countries, you know, coming here with, potentially with variants is also something that we need to be aware of, which is why it is incumbent on us, and by us I now mean the United States, um, and, and other countries that have a lot of vaccine and have, you know, procured a lot to really make sure that we're doing what we can to, uh, to help the rest of the world, because in helping the rest of the world, we are helping ourselves. Um, and so that's, I'm not saying that we give things away, you know, yeah, yeah. and have nothing for us. I, I'm saying that we do things, you know, uh, in a thoughtful way, understanding that the benefit extends beyond, you know, just giving something to an individual or to a country. Um, so uh, yeah. I, I will say, and I don't want to throw cold water on anything, but, you know, I have been thinking a lot about this year and about what's happening now and how everything is going in the right direction, and it's great. I'm also thinking about September and October, and right, right. you know we saw what happened last year. Um, I do not believe that what happened last year is going to happen again. I, I am not saying that at all. But I would be surprised if there is not an uptick in cases uh, in uh, in September, late September, October, November. Um, you know because we're going inside, because right, there's right. going to be some percentage of people that have not had the disease or gotten vaccinated. And, you know, we're going to need to weather that as well. It won't be as bad as it was this year by any stretch, but it's I, going to be something. I got into it with somebody uh, over herd, herd immunity recently. And I, I try not to. I really do. But sometimes I just get to the point where I'm, I don't really even, at this point, I don't care. Doc, he can't help I himself. I don't even care at this point. So how how is it that you can get to herd immunity? See, this is the part that... that we don't know yet, in my opinion, uh, or I guess it's not my opinion. I have no opinion. I just regurgitate what I what I learned from people like you, Doc. So I'm asking you, am I correct in this, and can you explain it? We may not be able to get to herd immunity with COVID-19, and if the virus, like the flu, continues to come around every fall and we have to get re-vaccinated every year, we wouldn't reach herd immunity, would we? So probably not, especially if the virus is allowed to continue to propagate through and therefore, you know, has opportunity to to mutate, to basically change into these variants that that at some point in time, you know, just the just the laws of chance say that at some point in time they will they there will be a change that will make these vaccines 
much less effective, in which case they will need to change the vaccines to make them effective to the new variant. Like with the flu, like every year. So we've not reached uh, we've not reached herd immunity with the common flu virus, right? That's absolutely correct. Yeah. So and- if the virus, if, if COVID reacts the same way and keeps coming around every year, we will not reach herd immunity. That will not be the solution. No, correct. Uh, Again, I think that your thought process is really spot on with that. And and again, herd immunity is about a population. Now, you know, we can talk about the population of Utica or Oneida County or, or New York or the United States, but the reality is that, like I was saying before, travel is pretty easy. And so when you talk about, you know, herd immunity within Oneida County, you know, people from Hamilton County and you know, Lewis County and Crime and Stakes, Albany County and Erie County come to Utica. So, so you know, that's, that's, um, that um, yeah, kind yeah. of dilutes out that, that population. And that, you know, you can make that bubble ever bigger, um, which is why it's important for us to us, now I'm talking about humanity, to, to get as many people vaccinated across the world as possible because that really benefits us. Dr. Hall, are the numbers still somewhat low because of the fact now, and again, because I've talked, I'm not, I'm not denying that there are people out there that are still hesitant or just straight out not going to get the vaccine, but are our numbers locally or even within, within the state still lower because there's not that 12 to 15 age group or people under 16 that are eligible for the vaccine? Yeah, Andrew, I, I, yes, that is certainly a, a part of it. So just as with everything, you know, there are multiple factors here. So certainly when you cannot, um, when you absolutely cannot uh, vaccinate a, a, a percentage of the population, which is pretty significant, it's like, you know, 25, 30%, then that right away eats into your ability to get to herd um, immunity. If you add to that the fact that some people are, uh, unable to because of medical conditions or whatever, right. yep. and then people are uh, hesitant or downright, you know, I'm just not going to get it no matter what. Um, you know, you add all of those pieces together, and you get a pretty significant part of the pie. Uh, okay, I'm going to ask you. Uh, Doc, have you paid any attention to the news with the Yankees that broke yesterday? Uh, the latest Vaccinated, re- too. Yeah, the latest report is third baseman, third base coach Phil Nevin, first base coach Reg- Reggie Willits have tested positive for coronavirus. Earlier, mm-hmm. ESPN said as many as five members of the staff had tested positive. Uh, so the number's unclear, but they were fully vaccinated. Should we be very concerned about this, or does this just sometimes happen? Because, as you mentioned, it's 95% effective, not 100%. So at this point in time, I would say that this is just something that happens. Uh, we'll certainly need to, it, it, however, it needs to be investigated further. So, you know, I, I presume that, that those individuals are being tested and they're going to be tested to see if they're infected with the native coronavirus or with a variant, and if so, which variant, and then further testing to understand if it is indeed a, a variant, is it something that is um, relatively uh, relatively less, or that the vaccines are relatively less effective against. So the, the jury is still out because we have to do more um, investigation. It is a little bit of a, um, a bubble. I, I wouldn't call it a, a micro spreader right now, but it is a bubble that we need to um, um, understand more. Uh, okay. Anything else? Anybody else? Andrew, good. Going, going, gone. Uh, Dr. Kent Hall, as always, thank you so much. We appreciate it. We'll do it again tomorrow. Thanks, everybody. Please be safe. Thank Have you, a Doc. great day.